Hello and welcome to WaveScan, the international DX program from Adventist World Radio. Researched and written in Indianapolis by Dr. Adrian Peterson and produced in the studios of WRMI Shortwave in Miami, I'm Jeff White. This is edition NWS 653 for Sunday, August 29th, 2021. On WaveScan today, what happened to the famous KDKA shortwave station at Saxonburg? The latest on radio in Afghanistan and our Indian DX report. During its 20 years of operation in the Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania area, the Westinghouse KDKA stations utilized a dozen or more made and subsidiary shortwave transmitters, ranging in power from less than 1 kilowatt up to 50 kilowatts. During this same time, they were on the air with just as many shortwave call signs, including, for example, KDKA, 2WE, 8XAU, 8XAV, 8XK, 8XKA, 8XP, and WPIT. Some of these additional call signs were for different operations from an already listed transmitter, such as, for example, early experimental TV transmissions. Here's Ray Robinson with more. Thanks, Jeff. Interestingly, in that era just before the beginning of World War II, the FCC mandated that every shortwave transmitter in the United States should be licensed with a separate call sign. Presumably Westinghouse did conform to that policy, but there's no known list showing separate call signs for each of their shortwave transmitters, not even for their main shortwave units. Those main Westinghouse shortwave transmitters in chronological order were the 1 kilowatt and 10 kilowatt 8XS at East Pittsburgh, the 20 kilowatt 8XS and 8XK at Forest Hills, and the four shortwave transmitters at 40 kilowatts each, licensed as W8XK and WPIT at Saxonburg. In 1938 and 1939, a 50 kilowatt shortwave transmitter was planned for installation at the new Allison Park station, and a diamond-shaped rhombic antenna was installed, though ultimately the shortwave facility was never transferred from Saxonburg to Allison Park. Instead, WPIT was transferred from Pittsburgh to a new location in the Boston coastal area. In November 1939, the 50 kW medium wave KDKA was transferred from Saxonburg into a new building at Allison Park, wherein their current transmitters are still installed to this day. Due to wartime unavailabilities, Westinghouse harvested the best items of shortwave equipment available among the four shortwave transmitters at Saxonburg into a 50 kW or 35 kW shortwave transmitter for use in Boston. Soon afterwards, it stated their shortwave WPIT was transferred to Hull on the Nantasket Peninsula opposite Boston City. And that, of course, left the transmitter station at Saxonburg empty. Or did it? Well, no, it's not quite as simple as all that. Remember, there was a disastrous war in full operation over in Europe, and those distant events impacted local events much closer to home in the United States. Due to wartime restrictions, Westinghouse did not openly reveal at the time everything they were performing. However, some usable leftover shortwave radio equipment still remained in the transmitter building at Saxonburg. In November 1941, that's a few weeks before Pearl Harbor, 
Westinghouse Company Chairman Mr. A.W. Robertson made a public announcement regarding Westinghouse's current activities and future plans. He prefaced his information with the statement that military secrecy forbade him from revealing specific details. However, he indicated that Westinghouse would renew its experimentation in the transmission of radio signals and that they would plan to utilise radio equipment for new purposes, including the future usage of radio after the end of the war. Currently, he stated, Westinghouse would concentrate on the development and improvement of commercial radio broadcasting equipment, shortwave equipment and military equipment. And then in 1942, medium-wave KDKA broadcast a special documentary program in which they openly declared that radio experimentation and development was underway at the Westinghouse Research Laboratories, and in particular at the Mellon Institute, which of course was at Saxonburg. Subsequent information reveals that the Westinghouse shortwave facility at Saxonburg still contained the remainders of three shortwave transmitters at 40 kilowatts each, together with the associated antenna systems, all of which were in use during the war for various forms of experimentation, both for the government and the company. Among these experiments were transmissions from various forms of shortwave antenna systems, also radar experiments, and radio and TV broadcasting from airplanes. After the end of the war, the Saxonburg property was taken over by the Westinghouse-fostered Mellon Institute for Nuclear Research. The radio transmitter building at 375 Saxonburg Boulevard was incorporated into the structure of a larger, new building, and one of the antenna tower piers still remains in place on that site, a tantalising reminder of the once grandeur of KDKA medium wave and short wave at Saxonburg between the two world wars. Back to you, Jeff. Thank you very much, Ray Robinson at KVOH in Los Angeles. Now we have some late information on what's happening on the radio scene in Afghanistan. This from our correspondent Prithwaraj Purkayasta in India. Namaskar and welcome to Indian DX Report on WebScan. I am Prithviraj Purkayastha, VU3TQD, reporting from Jorhat in the northeastern state of Assam in India. Friends, as the democratic country of Afghanistan has been taken over by the Taliban's and some serious changes in the socio-political structure of that country is underway. The radio broadcast scenario of Afghanistan has also noted with some changes. Immediately after the Taliban occupied Kabul, the medium wave broadcast of Radio Afghanistan are noted with new station ID as Radio Sadae Sahariya, replacing the official ID. Medium wave transmission via Pole Cherkhi on 1107 kHz was noted with continuous recitation of Quran at around 17 hour UTC and station ID was heard as Radio Sadae Sahariya. Here is a recording of this transmission. Allah, 
Indian DXR Alokesh Gupta from New Delhi had an opportunity to record the changed station ID along with changed country name by Taliban as Emirates Islamic Afghanistan. Meanwhile, the day when the Taliban captured Afghanistan's capital Kabul, Walmart Media UK Limited, the parent company of Iran International TV, has launched Afghanistan International TV shortly as AITV. Interestingly, their audio feed is audible in many parts of the world with strong signal on shortwave 7600 kHz. Although the TV contents run throughout 24 hours a day, but radio monitors in Asia has been listening the audio feed on shortwave between 0130 to 2030 UTC with occasional drop in the signal strength and co-channel interferences. The transmitter side of this AITV radio feed is still unknown. Here is a short audio from Afghanistan International TV's radio feed on shortwave 7600 kHz. <laughs> As the socio-political developments are first changing in Afghanistan, the radio and TV broadcast scenes of that country will be very much interesting for radio enthusiasts to look after. And we are keeping a close eye on this. Officially known as Radio Television Afghanistan, their medium wave transmission is scheduled on 6 to 1 kilohertz between 01 to 19 hour UTC on 1107 kilohertz between 0030 to 1930 UTC and on 1296 kilohertz between 0030 to 1730 UTC. On 15th August, India has celebrated its 75th Independence Day. On this auspicious occasion, as a tradition, the Prime Minister of the country holds the national flag at the Red Fort in New Delhi and address the nation from there. This is an important broadcast event for All India Radio and this year too, almost all the active stations of All India Radio had broadcast the live commentary of this special event. On this Independence Day morning, we have heard AIR Bangalore on 13710 kHz AIR Delhi on 11560 kHz and AIR Delhi 2 again on 9950 kHz on shortwave carrying this commentary and PM speech. Meanwhile, on medium wave AIR Dibrugor on 567 kHz, AIR Itanagar on 675 kHz, AIR Imphal on 882 kHz and AIR Kohima from Nagaland on 
639 kilohertz were heard here in Assam with this live transmission. KTWR is conducting a DRM test transmission in Tamil language each Sunday for the 6th week starting from 22nd August. As per the information received from Mike Sabin at KTWR, it will be transmitting between 10.14 to 10.26 hour UTC on 15.200 kHz that is 15.200 kHz in DRM mode. Deception reports may be sent to Asia Feedback at twr.org. After terminating their Bengali transmission on radio waves, Voice of America has now stopped their Urdu language broadcast beam to Middle East and Pakistan. Some of our DXR friends in Pakistan has confirmed that VOA has suspended its Urdu language medium wave transmission on 17th August which was available on 972 kHz. VOA had stopped their shortwave Urdu transmission long back and with this it will be now available only on various internet platforms. Here is a quick monitoring report of some international broadcasters sent to us by VCDXR Mr. Gautam Kumar Sharma VU3WTY from Abhayapuri in Assam. Voice of Mongolia in English was received during 9 to 9.30 UTC on 12085 kilohertz with moderate to strong interference from a broadcasting station on 12080 kHz. Radio Japan in Bengali on 15365 kHz via Dabaya UAE during 13 to 1330 UTC is also facing slight interference from a broadcasting station on 15630 kHz as a form of sideband splitter. Bangladesh Betar is still using 4750 kHz for transmitting their external service programs to their overseas listeners. Now the audio quality of their transmission has improved. Their English transmission can be heard between 1230 to 1330 UTC and Nepali language transmission is audible from 1315 to 1345 UTC. Radio Filipinas is now broadcasting on three frequencies during its lone English transmission between 02 to 330 UTC on 17820 kHz, 15640 kHz and 12010 kHz. The reception is overall excellent on 17820 kHz and 15640 kHz here in Assam. And friends, with this, I would like to conclude this edition of Indian DX Report on WebScan. I hope the information will be beneficial to you. I would like to thank DX India Yahoo and Facebook group and all members of Indian DX Club International for their support to IDXR. If you have any comments and suggestions on this DX capsule or want to send me a reception report, then please write to me at Indian DX report at gmail.com. So until next time, stay safe. Bye bye. 73 is from Assam. Thank you very much, Prithwaj. 
As reported in last week's WaveScan program, Afghanistan International TV is broadcasting round the clock on 7600 kilohertz. Just Jacob, our regular correspondent in Hyderabad, India, has some interesting observations of the same. He says changeover of transmitters is noted at 0230 and 1430 UTC. At my location in Hyderabad, India, the carrier is noted for a few minutes, just before 0230 and 1430 UTC. Then at 0230 UTC, the signal suddenly drops from fair to very poor, indicating the changeover. The same is the case at 1430 UTC, but at that time both transmitters are strong. It is reported that the transmitters in use are from Tashkent in Uzbekistan and Yerevan in Armenia. Then at 2030 to 0130 UTC, for five long hours, only their theme music is continuously heard. Here's a recording of that theme music made in Hyderabad. was a recording of Afghanistan International TV on 7600 kilohertz made by Jost Jacob in Hyderabad, India. Continuing with uh, events in Afghanistan, a 34-page document on the entire radio history in Afghanistan is available on the internet. This splendid compilation by Tony Rogers under the title Afghanistan DX Guide is available from the British DX Club, and it's been updated to August 17th of this year. The webpage address to go to is that of the British DX Club. It's bdxc.org.uk. That's b as in boy, dxc.org.uk. And then click on Articles Index page, and then Afghanistan DX Guide, and it's an extremely interesting publication uh, compiled by Tony Rogers with information from uh, many members of the uh, British DX Club and others. It begins with a general introduction to Afghanistan, then a brief history of radio in Afghanistan, and it has a, a list of many articles about radio in Afghanistan which were, in fact, uh, written by Adrian Peterson, our WaveScan editor, and these articles were featured on various editions of WaveScan from 2001 through 2013. Continuing on that publication, the uh, radio voice of Sharia, there was an uh, item about it, uh, which is the uh, radio voice of the Islamic law, the Taliban-controlled national radio broadcasting station. Assuming that the station adheres to the schedule prior to the recent Taliban takeover, the times and frequencies are as follows. Transmitter side Kabul, uh, Polycharki, with 400 kilowatts on the air daily from midnight 30 to 1930 UTC. In Pashto, 
Dari, and other Afghan languages on the frequency of 11.07 kilohertz a.m. Then there are two U.S. Agency for Global Media transmitters in Afghanistan. By the time of this editing on the 16th of August, both were reported to be still operational, but the expectation was that they would fall silent very soon. Uh, one frequency is 621 kilohertz. Transmitter site is Tani in Coast Province, 200 kilowatts covering the Afghanistan-Pakistan border region on the air from 0100 to 1900 UTC with Diwa Radio, Voice of America in Pashto, and Radio Mashal, Radio Free Europe, Radio Liberty in Pashto. The other frequency is 1296 kilohertz from Polycharki in Kabul, 400 kilowatts covering all of Afghanistan on 1296 AM. It's on the air from 0130 to 1730 UTC daily with uh, Radio Azadi, Radio Free Europe, Radio Liberty, Radio Free Afghanistan in Pashto and Dari, and Radio Ashna, Voice of America in Dari and Pashto. Then there's a section in this publication on target broadcast to Afghanistan from Afghanistan International TV, uh, U.S. AGM target broadcasts on shortwave to Afghanistan and Pakistan in Pashto and Dari, BBC World Service transmissions to uh, Afghanistan in Dari and Pashto, China Radio International transmissions in Pashto, All India Radio shortwave transmissions in Dari and Pashto, Voice of the Islamic Republic of Iran on shortwave in Pashto and Dari, Radio Saudi International in Pashto, the voice of Tajik from Dushanbe in Dari, TRT World Voice of Turkey in Dari and Pashto, Adventist World Radio, daily transmission in Dari and Pashto, FEBC Radio, Transworld Radio in Pashto and Dari, and Sadaye Sindagi, the sound of life, part of a network of Christian broadcasters for Afghanistan, Broadcasts in Pashto and Dari. I might just take a moment to give you the schedule of Adventist World Radio transmissions to Afghanistan. These are from Trincomalee in Sri Lanka, 125 kilowatt transmitter. They are on the air, uh, a daily transmission in Dari at 0230 to 0300 UTC on 15410 kilohertz. And a daily transmission in Pashto, Monday I'm not sure it's not daily. It's Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Monday, Wednesday, Friday in Pashto on uh, 1630 to 1700 UTC on 11.805 kilohertz. Those from Trincomalee in Sri Lanka. The final portion of this Afghanistan DX guide is an Afghanistan DX timeline. Uh, and it says, since the very first edition of their publication communication in 1974, The British DX Club's DX News section has brought members the very latest roundup of news each month about what's happening in the DX world. Quite understandably, over this long period, we've included quite a lot of information about broadcasting in, from, and to Afghanistan. Here we look back at what has been reported since the mid-1970s through the periods of Soviet occupation, civil war, the rule of the Taliban, the U.S. and Allied intervention right up until the present time when the Taliban took control once again in August of 2021. And it's a very extensive listing of 
uh, Afghanistan uh, DX News in this publication, which you can obtain free of charge on the Internet by going to the British DX Club page, uh, webpage, which is bdxc.org.uk, and then click on Articles Index Page and Afghanistan DX Guide. Traditional music from Afghanistan ends this edition of WaveScan, the international DX program from Adventist World Radio, researched and written in Indianapolis by Adrian Peterson. Next week on WaveScan, the radio scene on Easter Island, the American shortwave scene in 1924, and our Japan DX report. Several QSL cards are available for this program, Send your AWR and KSDA reception reports for WaveScan to the AWR address in Bangkok, Thailand, and also to the station your radio is tuned to, WRMI or WWCR or KVOH or Voice of Hope Africa, or to IRRS Italy, or to the AWR relay stations that carry WaveScan. Remember, too, you can send a reception report to the DX reporters when their segment is on the air. Here in WaveScan, they will also verify with their own colorful QSL card. Return postage and an address label are always appreciated. The email address for AWR QSL cards is qsl at awr.org. The postal address for AWR QSLs is Adventist World Radio, P.O. Box 234, Prakanong, that's P-R-A-K-A-N, O-N-G, Bangkok, 10110, Thailand. Again, that's Adventist World Radio, P.O. Box 234, Prakanong, Bangkok, 10110, Thailand. The email address for other correspondence to Wavescan, not reception reports, is wavescan at awr. Dot O-R-G. I'm Jeff White at WRMI in Miami. Till next week, good listening, everyone.